it's, it's Palm Sunday. It's Palm Sunday, and we just want to, wow. Just the atmosphere is charged. So in alignment with what we're going to share from God's Word, but just, it's undeniable. It, not just here in America, but around the world, wherever we go. And I learned this years ago. Praise. You can shift the atmosphere. In your home, in your marriage, in your relationship, driving to work. I've been in countries with, with heavy, serious, ideological, religious oppression. I've been in totalitarian nations. And the moment a group of people gather and they lift up Jesus, the atmosphere shifts. Just God shows up. The promise. God inhabits the praises of his people. So the moment we come together and we praise, and it's Palm Sunday, what did they break? Anyone know? The Bible says that they took branches. They broke them. They broke branches. How many know that a broken praise is still a praise? I, how many ever been in the place where your praise was broken, but it was still a praise? How many know that a wounded worshiper is still a worshiper? Has anybody here ever praised while you were bleeding? Has anybody here ever worshipped while you were wounded? And God showed up because he focused on your worship in order to heal your wounds. Oh, I just, God's presence is in the house. So today, because it is Palm Sunday, we're, we're going to just, I, I, I looked at this beautiful young lady in the green room, and, and I told her, sweetheart, right before this service, because this is the third service, I said, honey, get rid of the rails. Go. Don't hold back. And she carries an anointing that shifts the atmosphere. Woo! Melinda, what an anointing. And greater things are coming her way. How many of y'all believe that? Somebody shout, greater things. Greater things. Oh, man, look out. <laughs> I'm going to get into the word I am. Do y'all don't mind if we just, this is different from 9 o'clock. We, we have to be very programmed at 9 o'clock. We have a streaming audience, a, a large one out there. and So everything has to be methodical. But this, just like David played the harp in Saul's court, and when he played the harp, demons fled. The same anointing is upon your life. As you open up your mouth, chains will be broken, demons will flee, devils will run out, and the glory and the freedom of Jesus will reign supreme. All right, I'm gonna let you sit for a second, but before you do, I need you to warn your neighbor, tell him, today is not any normal Sunday. Tell him, I'm gonna warn you, I'm going to get my praise on. 
Tell your other neighbor, I'm going to get my praise on. I'm about to raise my volume. I'm about to lift up my hands. I may even shout unto God with the voice of triumph. But today is that day. Today is that day. You may be seated. You may be seated. You may be seated. Follow this track. This is going to be brief here today. Getting ready for Easter week. Watch this. In all of my years of pastoring and preaching, I never saw this revelation till this week. I'm going to be honest. This is called a pastoral. The way the sausage is made, pastors are not supposed to share with you everything. The majority of us pastors, yours included, you, keep, you know, Palm Sunday, Easter Sunday, Christmas, it's the same message. You follow what I'm saying? I mean, how can, you know, Jesus was born, I mean, but you got to, but it's the same core message. This message today, I've never preached before. The, the, the Lord just showed me something I never saw before until this week. So this is fresh from Panera Bread. I mean, from God's bread house. This is fresh. And, and it hit me what, how it all lines up with what we've been preaching all these weeks. Even last week, I said, next week, we're going to take a pause. We're not. We're going to continue because it lines up. You'll see in a second. What you need to understand is this. Jesus is the glory of God. Repeat that. Jesus is the glory of God. Hebrews 1, 3. The sun radiates God's own glory and expresses the very character of God. He sustains everything. Somebody say everything. everything. By the mighty power of his command, when he had cleansed us from our sins, he sat down in the place of honor at the right hand of the majestic God in heaven. Jesus is the glory of God. So watch this, Jesus being the glory of God. We're talking about today the triumphal entry. This is the moment Jesus came into Jerusalem for the final week of his life here on earth, leading to the crucifixion, the resurrection, and hence, here we are today because of what happened that week. But I want you to understand something. It's not the first triumphal entry. What? Go back in time. Jesus is the glory of God. The glory of God in the flesh steps into Jerusalem. There was singing, shouting, praising. People took off their garments. There was some criticism. All of that happened. Not the first time. That's Luke chapter 19, likewise found in Matthew, Mark, and John. But we're going to cover Luke 19. In 2 Samuel chapter 6, the glory of God was in a box. The glory of God was in a box. The glory of God was going to Jerusalem, same city. When the glory of God was going to Jerusalem for the first time to inhabit that city, to be there permanently, King David welcomed the glory of God in the box with his people dancing, shouting, singing, and praising. The Bible says that he took off his royal garment, put on his priestly garment. His wife criticized him. And said, you're exposing yourself. What happened in 2 Samuel chapter 6 took place in Luke 19. The glory of God in a box. The glory of God in the flesh. Because the glory of God is no longer in a box. The glory of God became flesh. And now the glory of God through the Holy Spirit lives inside of each and every one of us in this place today. Let me prove it to you. Make sure I'm not making this stuff up. The glory requires the new. Somebody say, the glory requires the new. 
2 Samuel chapter 6, verse 3. Look at the similarities. Three similarities here. They placed the ark of God on a new cart. That's it. Luke 19, 30. As you enter, Jesus said, you will find a young donkey tied there, a new one that no one has ever ridden, a new one. No, 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 no. The, this is the first biblically substantiated common denominator between these two narratives, empowering us with the truth that the glory of God showing up requires a new delivery mechanism, which means what? For the glory of God in the box to enter Jerusalem, it required a new cart. For the glory of God in the flesh to enter Jerusalem, he required a new donkey. In other words, the glory will occupy the new. For the glory of God to come in, what carries the glory must be new. I'll repeat that. For the glory of God to come in, what carries the glory must be new. The new you attracts the glory of God. I will repeat that. What did the old you attract? Anyone know? What did the old you attract? How many could confess that the old you attracted some drama? The old you attracted some relationships you don't want to think about or talk about. If you've been there, the old you attracted so many things that you praise God, that old stuff is under the blood. But the new you attracts the glory of God. Which means what? Here's the word. Ready? Stop riding old donkeys. Stop riding old carts. The Bible says a new cart over here and a new donkey over there. Stop riding old donkeys. Stop riding old carts. Stop thinking old things. Stop living old nightmares. Stop saying old curses. Stop falling in the same old temptations. Stop scrolling on the same sites. Stop going to the same apps. Stop reliving the old drama. And stop, for the love of God, stop asking God to renovate your past. God is not interested in renovating your past. He is interested in releasing your future. Stop asking God to restore something. He wants to give you a new version of. Don't be satisfied with the old. Don't be satisfied with the used. Demand the new. Pray the new. Believe the new. Live the new. Jesus put it this way, Luke chapter 5. No one puts new wine in old wineskins. For the new wine will burst the wineskins. New wine must be stored in new wineskins. Ephesians 4, 22. Put off your old self, which belongs to your former manner of life and is corrupt through deceitful desires. Be renewed in the spirit of your minds. Put on the new you, created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. On this Palm Sunday, I want to remind everyone that when you were born again, when Jesus is Lord and Savior of your life, and when you are filled with his precious Holy Spirit, you are a new creation. <laughs> Anyone who belongs to Christ is a new person. The past is forgotten. Everything is made new. 2 Corinthians 5, 17. Somebody shout, everything, everything. is made new. Everything. The Bible says the old things have passed away. How many believe everything old has passed away? The old way of thinking passed away. The old way of talking passed away. The old way of reacting passed away. The old temper, the old anger, the old attitude, the old failure, the old fear. Everything is made new. Everything is made. Jesus died on the cross, shed his blood, resurrected in order to make you new in order for the new you to carry his glory. 
So on this Palm Sunday, we celebrate, commemorate the triumphal entry of the glory of God in the flesh, Jesus Christ. We can collectively come in agreement and believe God that it's a new season. Somebody say it's a new season. So let me just release it upon you. You're a new creation, 2 Corinthians 5, 17. These are the new things coming your way. God's about to do a new thing in you, with you, for you, and through you. Isaiah 43, 19. Ezekiel 36, 26 says, I'm giving you a new heart. All the Bible verses about God doing something new in you. A new wine and a new wineskin, Matthew 9, 17. His mercies are new every single morning lamentations 323 he has a new name for you revelation 217 and you will sing a new song that you've never sung before psalm 96 verse 1 the new you somebody say the new you now i want to do this with great intentionality i want you to look at your neighbor if you can if they don't want to look at you don't be offended <laughs> but look at your neighbor and tell them this is the new me but tell them like like you actually mean it tell them i'm not who i used to be I'm not who I used to be a month ago. I'm not who I used to be six months ago. Tell them, I'm going to be honest. I'm not who I used to be a year ago. I'm not who I used to be three years ago. Tell them, this is the new me. This is the saved me, the delivered me, the healed me, the anointed me. I said the favored me, the blessed me, the chosen me. The righteous me, the glorious me, the royal me, the me that is the head and not the tail, blessed and not cursed, right and not wrong, filled and not empty, light and not darkness. The new you is dangerous. I'm going to say that one more time. The new you is dangerous. I dare you to repeat after me. The new me is a dangerous me. The devil can't stand the new me. Hell can't defeat the new you. I said hell cannot defeat the new you. Darkness will never overcome the new you. You're not who you used to be. I said you're not who you used to be. I know what some of you are thinking, but I'm still struggling. Yeah, you may be struggling, but it's the new you that's fighting off the stuff. The old you would have failed every single day, but not the new you. <sighs> Pastor Sam, but I'm being tempted. It's all right. The fact that you're being tempted only means the devil's trying to mess you up because the new you is about to occupy God's promises. The old you didn't make it, but the new you will. The old you couldn't do it, but the new you will. The old you didn't see it. But the new you will. The old you didn't occupy it, but praise be God, the new you will. Are there any new creations in the house on this Sunday? All the new, all the new, all the new people, all the new people. If you're new, if you're new, if you're new, if you're a new creation and you're not who you used to be anymore, raise one hand. If you don't talk the same, walk the same, think the same. If your language change, if the way you walk change, Hassan, what do you mean the way you walk? You used to walk like this. You used to walk, you used to walk because sin messes you up and darkness messes you up and bondages and generational curses and trauma and drama. You walk heavy. You walk like, oh, you walk and you try to fake it and you try to fake it on weekends and put on the stuff, but you fake it. But that's, you don't walk like that anymore. But you don't, you know, on Monday through Sunday, you wake up. The new you, 
I'm preaching to somebody. And it doesn't matter what comes your way. The old you would get all scared. Whatever. The new you says, no, 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 no. If God be for me, who can be against me? This is the new me. You're not who you used to be. Repeat after me, I'm not who I used to be. I am a new creation. Jesus made me new so I can carry his glory. I declare your family has a new anointing. I said, I declare your family has a new anointing. And I declare God's about to make your children and your children's children new. And the people around you are about to become new creation. Are you with me? It's the new, it's the new. The glory requires the new, both in the Old Testament and the New Testament. New cart, new donkey. Stop riding old donkeys. And stop using old carts. New, new. Number two, quickly here, the glory provokes praise. Second Samuel 6.15, we're juxtaposing two narratives. One from the old, one from the new. So David and all the people of Israel brought up the ark of the Lord, the glory of God, in the box. With shouts of joy, the blowing of ram's horns. Continue reading. It says they were singing, worshiping, dancing, making lots of noise. They were noisy. This church has never been accused. Anyway, let's continue here reading quickly. Luke 19, 37. Same thing. All of his followers began to shout and sing as they walked along praising God for all the wonderful miracles. The glory of God in a box entered Jerusalem accompanied by songs, praise, worship, and shouting. The glory of God in the flesh entered Jerusalem surrounded by songs, praise, worship, and shouting. Why? Because wherever the glory of God is present, there must be praise. I'm gonna repeat that one more time. Wherever the glory of God is present, there must be praise. Wherever the glory of God is present, there must be worship. Wherever the glory of God is present, there must be a song. Wherever the glory of God is present, there must be a shout of victory. You cannot separate the glory of God from praise. You cannot separate the glory of God from worship. Wherever the glory of God is present, you will find praise and worship. And wherever there is praise and worship, you will see the glory of God. For the glory of God, praise and worship, always connected. Here, when the glory of God entered Jerusalem, this is what David dropped. Drop means for anyone over 50, he wrote he, a song. He, um, all right, you know, forget it. Just, just put that in context. Just, just, it's just, this is what he released. Psalm 24. The earth is the Lord's and everything in it. The world and all its people belong to him. Everything belongs to God. Can we just take a 30-second break because we're streaming around the world? For all, for everyone out there that sees the darkness and what happened in Nashville and things happening around the world and so many tragedies that take place. It's like you, one degree. One, and and I, I hear, just hearing a lot of people, even some in the church, who, who are giving the devil too much credit. What do I mean? Sure, it is the devil, but that's not the point. They, 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 you hear stuff like this, like the devil owns that city. The devil owns that state. The devil owns that region. I heard somebody say, the devil owns that generation. The earth... It's the Lord's and everything, the world and all its people. I'm here to tell you 
Everything belongs to God Almighty. Everything belongs to the Lord. Who may climb the mountain of the Lord? Who will stand in his holy place? Only those whose hands and hearts are pure, who do not worship idols and never tell lies. They will receive the Lord's blessing and have a right relationship with God, their Savior. I love this. Verse 7. This is what he wrote when the glory came in. Ready? Open up ancient gates. Lined up with this. Open up ancient doors and let the king of glory enter. And then he asked, king of glory. But there was no king. It was The glory was in a box. He was prophetic. David is, so the glory comes into Jerusalem. David starts talking about the king of glory is coming to Jerusalem. Open up, open up the gates. Lift up your hands, which means get out of your depression. Get out of your whining mode. Stop looking down, look up. Everything's about to change in your life. I'm preaching to five people now. I said, lift up your head. You've been looking down long enough. You've been depressed long enough. You've been looking at your past long enough. You let the devil take away your joy long enough. Lift up your head. Stop looking down. Lift up your head. Open up your heart. Open up your gates. Open up your life. And the king of glory will come in. And David, verse 8, says, who is the king of glory? The Lord what? Weak and wimpy. The Lord what? The Lord invincible in battle. Open up gates. Open up you ancient doors. Let the king of glory come in. He's prophesying. He's, and he's, what he's saying is, the glory of God may be in a box today, but the glory of God will one day come. <laughs> as the king of glory and he says who is the king of glory the lord of heaven's armies he is the king of glory i want to remind everyone that he is the king of glory in your life he is the king of glory in your relationship he is the king of glory in your health he is the king of glory david the king of glory guess what years later the glory of God in the flesh comes into Jerusalem. And this is what they say. Blessings on the king. Yeah. Nah, y'all missed it. He prophesied it. Years before, all of a sudden it comes to pass here. The king of glory that he talked about actually goes into Jerusalem. Blessings on the king who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory. The king, glory in the highest heaven, Luke 19, 38. Jesus is the king of glory. On Palm Sunday, why do we praise the way we praise? Because Jesus is the king of glory. Oh, I'm, I feel a breakthrough coming in about one minute and 32 seconds. I want you to know something. I want to correct some teachings out there that are incorrect. We have to. He did not become king. Jesus never became king. I want to repeat that one more time. Don't give me the line that Jesus was a humble servant walking on earth and that when he walked on earth, when he was born in the manger, he was a poor little humble servant that he was never royalty. Don't ever give me the line that when, when he was 12 years old, he was never royalty. When he walked on water, it wasn't royalty. No, 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 no. I want you to know something. <laughs> when he was in Mary's womb, When he was in Mary's womb, he was the king of glory. 
I said when he was in Mary's womb, he was the king of glory. When he was born in a manger, he was the king of glory. When he went to the temple, he was the king of glory. When he healed the woman of the issue of blood, he was the king of glory. When he told Zacchaeus to come down and Lazarus to come out, he was. When he entered Jerusalem, he was the king of glory. When he died, he died as a king. When he resurrected, he resurrected a king. And when he comes back, when he comes back, when he comes back, I said, not if, when. When he comes back, king of kings. If you, if you believe that Jesus is the king of glory, I want you to praise him the way they praise him. Somebody shout like you believe it. Praise like you believe it. All hail the king of glory. Lift up your hands, we're done. I told you it was a quick one. It's a quick one. He's coming back. I said he's coming back. I said he's coming back. I said he's coming back. Not if he comes back, he is coming back. Everything the Bible says, he's coming back. And he's coming back as the, the king of glory. Lift up your hands. We're done, we're done, we're done, we're done. It's time for the church to remember that Jesus is not just another religious figure. Stand with, you are standing. That he's not another philosopher, revolutionary thinker. Jesus is the king of? Oh, Pastor Sam, but China is about to invade Taiwan. Jesus is still the? But they're about to arrest the former president of the United States. Jesus is still the? Banks are closing. Jesus is still the? But hell has declared out war. All out war on the family, biblical sexuality, gender, science, faith, truth, love, and hope. Should we be really, really worried? It's like, can this? Jesus is still. So on Palm Sunday, 2023, we in this house came to make the following crazy declaration, biblically substantiated in our lives, in our families, in our generation, in the state of California. In America and in every nation of the world, let not your heart be troubled because Jesus is still. Somebody praise like you believe that. Somebody worship. Somebody get excited like you believe that. As you stand with me, on both occasions, David went crazy with his praise. Because the king of glory, he wrote about it. The king of glory. And they prophesied. It was the king. It was the glory of God in the box. But he knew. The Holy Spirit showed him stuff. So he knew. So he starts going crazy. His wife was looking from a window. Looks at him and says, you made a fool out of yourself. What are you doing? She criticized his praise. She straight up said, called him a bunch of nasty things. You could read it, 2 Samuel chapter 6, verse 20. Oh, that was over here. The praise was criticized. What about over here? Luke 19, 39. 
The Pharisees look at Jesus. After the people were shouting, screaming, hollering, why do you permit this? How can you permit this? Who do you think you are? You permit that kind of praise. You permit that kind of worship. You permit that kind. Look at that. They're even taking off their jackets and their garments and throwing them your way. Who do you think you are? I mean, stop that. Stop it, Jesus. And Jesus looks at them. And this is like, he looks at them and says, I'm sorry. You, you, you want them to stop singing, praising, worshiping, and shouting because I'm here? looks at him and says here's the issue if they don't praise me you see these rocks if they stop praising the rocks will praise me no we know what he's saying when I show up I will be praised Y'all miss that. It has nothing to do with your mood, what you're going through that week, how much money you have in your bank account, what the doctor said, what your wife said, what your boyfriend said. It doesn't matter. When Jesus is there, we give him all the praise because he is worthy. You have to reach a place where your praise is so authentic, so real, that it will prompt critique. What are critics? Critics are just people that are convicted by your praise, but they don't want to admit it. Critics are people that are convicted by your praise, but don't want to admit it. People that wish they had what you have without having to go through what you went through. People that can't explain how you got this far. People that, spiritually speaking, live in a dial-up world trying to do it by their own deeds when you and I live in a kingdom full of righteous Christ-paid Wi-Fi. People with zero understanding of grace, love, truth of God. Don't let those, Luke 19, 40, the rocks will praise me. If they keep quiet, the stones along the road will burst into cheer. Psalm 150, praise the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty heaven. Praise him for his mighty works. Praise his unequaled greatness. Praise him with a blast of the ram's horn. Praise him with the lyre and the heart. Praise him with the tambourine and dancing. Praise him with strings and flutes. Praise him with a clash of cymbals. Praise him with loud clanging cymbals. Let, let everything, let everything, it's Palm Sunday. Let 